Well, hello and welcome, my friends, to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. just want to thank everybody again for all of the support, the emails, the comments that were received over the weekend. Had a lot of positive feedback, and I appreciate all the support, and I'm glad that everybody had a fantastic, safe july 4th weekend we got an awesome show lined up for you guys today so buckle your seatbelts, get ready we got a special guest that's going to absolutely wake you up on this show and so without further ado i'm going to let dad introduce her on our show today you guys are going to like this good morning deb hey good morning Oz. thanks for basically uh, helping me out with the show here with sherry tenpenny today uh, Dr. Sher- Sherry Tempenny is osteopath- uh, osteopathic physician, and she's probably one of the most brilliant doctors that I've ever listened to or as you read about. I was first introduced to her years ago on, sh- on her research that she did concerning autism, and I was absolutely amazed that she and I were on the same page because most medical doctors or osteopathic physicians or any type of health professionals, when you start talking to them about things that really aren't promoted by the mainstream medical how should I say, genre, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about any of this stuff, and they just want to basically continue their entire life thinking that everything they can do is based upon what they learned in medical school rather than updating their education with facts and real training. So when I started listening to Dr. Tenpenny several years ago, she was really, really talking a lot about autism and the effects of vaccines on autism. That's why I first got exposed to her, and I thought, this lady is really on point. She's doing a really good job and doing a really, really good work. She's also a board-certified physician, and she's absolutely amazing. So I want to bring her on this morning, but you know, I just want you guys to listen to her for a second because she has an event coming up this weekend, which is absolutely amazing. It's going to be really, really good. It's a live event. It's a training event, which is going to give you a brochure that she's put together, a 25-page booklet. All this information will be coming about what's happening with the COVID shots and how bad the COVID shots are and what they're doing to us and how basically they're killing the population of the planet. And, you know, we've covered a lot of this information on the Ted and Austin Brower Show over the past year, but I wanted to bring in a different perspective on what she wants to do as far as how she basically looks at this and approaches this. She's also a Christian, and she also talks about Jesus, so I told her that's absolutely wonderful that I'd like to have her do as much of that as she wants today too. Now, let me share a few things that she says. She's, she's, Dr. Tempany has talked multiple times about the instances of hyperimmune response in test animals during previous attempts at coronavirus vaccine, like SARS and MERS, which is a persistent problem. She's also talked about how many animals has died. She and other scientists have predicted that millions may die from the vaccine, but it will be blamed on a new strain of COVID to make an argument for even more deadly vaccines. Uh, she goes on to say that we're at a critical juncture in time for all humanity on a lot of different levels. And we've basically been hand-holding and being careful not to offend anybody. And so being gentle with the snowflakes, and we just can't do that anymore. Here's a quote from her. We've been doing these vaccinations in America for a month, several months ago. And in 30 days, we've had over 40,000 adverse events reported to the Vaccine Adverse Event Database. We've had over 31 cases of anaphylactic shock. We've had over 5,000 neurological reactions, which can range from headaches to numbness to dizziness to vertigo to feeling like you can't feel your hands and feet. And it's been estimated that less than 10% of the adverse reactions that occur are reported to theirs. So, guys, I wanted just to share with you some background on Dr. Tenpenny. And let me go ahead and bring her on. Now, Dr. Tenpenny, it's so good to have you on with us today. And where do you want to start with this? And do you have any comments you want to start with? Do you want to talk a little bit about autism for a second? Or you just want to go ahead and jump right into COVID? 
Well, thank you so much for having me on your broadcast. I really appreciate it. And usually I've done a lot of these. I've done over 450 interviews in the last uh, 16, 16 months. Sometime I'm doing as many as six and seven a day. That's why those numbers um, get as high as they have. And to put that in context for your listeners, I usually do about 30 interviews a year. So I've been pretty busy. And I always tell all my hosts I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share this information with your uh, your audience. And you just you dance and lead, and I'll just follow. Okay, well, good. You've got your twenty-five point booklet that you've written. Let's start on with that. What's number one, and just continue to go down through those. And if you'll pause after the after each one, I'll ask you a couple of questions. We'll go through as much as we can with you today. Well, I did, I'm not going to go through all each one of those individually because it literally takes several hours. And so, I, what I would do is this is kind of divided up this way. You know, I put almost 2,000 hours worth of research over about a three-month period of time into putting together that ebook. And the title of the ebook is The 20 Mechanisms of Injury, How the COVID Shots Can Make You Sick and Possibly Kill You. And that was a webinar that we did May the 10th that we went through each one of those individual um, mechanisms of injury. I showed people the actual um, medical journal article. I had it all set up on a on a on a on a bar across Chrome, and I did a screen share with it. It was a Zoom webinar that we did, and we went through all of those. And it took it takes over two hours to go through each one of them. We're doing the additional webinar, another webinar this Saturday, July the 10th. And since that time, in that two month period of time, I've found 27 more mechanisms of injury of what is actually happening inside of your body by the spike protein the antibody to the spike protein, and the other types of things that can cause you to have um, immune suppression. So to make it kind of simple for your audience, I've, we've, of those 20 mechanisms of injury, of the initial ones, I divided into four categories. The first category is acute injury. So that's like anaphylactic shock, heart attack, stroke, things that you're going to die from immediately. And that there's a sizable number of people that have fallen into that, that they've died as soon as they've gotten the shot or within 24 to 48 hours. The, the, the bad news about that, of course, is that people die. The other bad news is that people say, well, I got the shot and nothing happened to me. Well, you should be grateful that you didn't fall into category one, which it's killed you immediately because category two is all of the long-term disability, things that can happen to your brain, to your kidneys, to your livers, to your liver, to your heart, all of these different things that can happen once those, those particles of the messenger RNA or the particle of the double-stranded DNA that gets injected through the Johnson & Johnson or the AstraZeneca shot, when all of those get into full gear, which takes several weeks, six to eight weeks is what is estimated, before you fully develop um, the spike proteins that are floating around in your body. And those spike proteins then can either attach to, the, attach to organs they can cause a thickening of the blood, which leads to blood clots. They can cause a, a direct damage to enzymes and proteins in your brain that can cause degeneration in your brain. And the list is about seven or eight of those different types of conditions in the 20 mechanisms of injury. And like I said, I found about 15 more of what the spike protein can do. So that's category number two. And those are the deaths and, and illnesses that I think that we're starting to see about six to eight weeks after you get your shot or after the second shot. Category number three is the whole purpose that these things are being injected into your body is to manufacture this spike protein 
for which then an antibody, your body, your, your, your body goes, what the heck is that thing doing in here? We don't need that foreign protein here. What is it? Let's get rid of it. So that puts your, your CD4 cells, your T lymphocytes, your dendritic, your dendritic cells, your B cells, all the things that are part of your immune system into high gear to make an antibody to glob on to that spike protein to neutralize it and make it go away. Well, that antibody itself, and this is category number three, the antibody itself can directly attack your organ systems. In fact, there was a study that came out in January of 2021 that a research institute in California tested 55 different tissue types in your body. And they put these tissue types, they come in little liquid solutions, into these little um, dishes they call wells. And then they dropped on the antibody to the spike protein on top of each of those 55 tissue types. And what they found was that 28 out of 55 different tissues in your body can be directly attacked by the antibody that is made against the spike proteins that, that were created from the shot. So that's massive autoimmune disease. If 28 different tissue types in your body can be attacked by this antibody, that is massive autoimmune disease that will start seeing several months after you've had your second shot. The third, the fourth category, and I'll, and I'll circle back to that in just a minute, but the fourth category is a little bit of a catch-all. It's like, what else do these shots do to you? They can suppress your immune system. They can make you more susceptible to severe illness and death this fall when you get exposed to influenza viruses and you get exposed to garden variety coronaviruses that have been around for 30 years. We can talk a little bit more in detail about the magnetite and the potential, what they found, this research group of scientists in, in Spain have found this graphene and what that can potentially do to your body. It can make you very acidic. It can make you more susceptible to other types of illnesses. It can cause something called antibody-dependent enhancement. So that's sort of category four, which is sort of a catch-all for all the other things. If it didn't kill you immediately... If the spike protein doesn't cause serious illness and injury in your body, if the antibody doesn't attack your organ systems and cause autoimmune disease, then category four is all the rest of the stuff. And there are a lot of things in this additional 20 or so antibody uh, reactions that I found. And I think there'll be, I've got three more days to work on this before the webinar on Saturday, July the 10th. There'll be even more. So these are well-designed kill shots, well-designed. They've had many years to work on this. There are more than 160 more COVID shots in the developmental pipeline. 84, 85 of them are almost ready to come on board. Why do we need these additional COVID shots? Why are all these companies making the next round of COVID shots for the variants, for the, all of the fear factor things they're going to do? Well, it's my personal and professional opinion, it's just an opinion, that this is a layering. This first round of shots is to get everybody used to rolling up their sleeve, and you're going to bow your knee to a pharmaceutical product instead of bowing your knee to God. 
You're going to trust something that came from the pharmacia, the sorcerers, to somehow keep you from getting sick, rather than giving your trust to God and bowing your knee to Jesus and saying, Lord, my days were numbered before I got here. I'm going to trust you to keep me in the position that I'm supposed to be and well and healthy. I refuse to get injected with this genetic modification technology because once I am permanently transformed into a transhuman, that means I have bowed my knee to humans, to men, to men who are, who are declared Satanists, who are part, are part of the Luciferian order, in my opinion. I have bowed my knee to them out of fear and out of convenience rather than bowing my knee to you. And so we've got this, we've got all of these next rounds of, of shots coming. The first layer was to get people, you know, into the lair. And to inject all of this stuff, including the hydrogel, the including the uh, polyethylene glycol, all of this stuff to start disrupting our entire bodies. The next rounds of shots are going to be even worse. I mean, we know we've got almost 400,000 adverse events and nearly 7,000 deaths reported already. And we're only six months into this. You know, uh, Dr. Tenpenny. You know, you say that this is basically a pretty much a spiritual battle, I guess, because absolutely. we've got a group. Not pretty we've got, much. Absolutely. Well, well, I agree with you. I mean, we talk about that on the show all the time. Can you give me an idea? You know, we got Klaus Schwab with his new yeah. economic reset. We've got all of these people that are promoting transgenderism and transhumanism yeah. and the satanic agenda. Where is this coming from? You know, we focus a lot of it back on the Kabbalah and what these guys believe from the Zohar. We also talk a lot about these folks who are in the New World Order who want to bring us their little, how should I say, communist indoctrination into the United States. Where did this all start, in your opinion, and how in the world did the United States get to the point where, like you said, we're having a multi-layer approach now where people are 47 percent of the population has been injected with a kill shot. How did the United States, how did we, the people of the United States, get to a point that we were willing to accept this? I mean, where did we go wrong, Dr. Tempenny? Oh, we started throwing God out of our country in the 60s, you know, when we took prayer out of schools we and we started with the, you know, um, legalizing abortion. I mean, what if we killed, what, 66 million babies or something like that in this country, in this country alone? Yep. Um, we've and we took prayer out of schools. We made it illegal to pray even privately or quietly. We started moving towards the Marxist uh, Marxism and communism in our college education. We have all of these far left people that hate this country for whatever reason, um, <laughs> whatever bizarre and warped reason that they have. You know, when this first started in March of 2020 and I went out to the World Economic Forum site and watched that little video that they put together of all the horrible things they thought were wrong with this planet, the pollution, the carbon credits, the the uh, global warming, the, you know, all of the different things that were so horrifying, except it's what made all those people rich, right? All these horrifying things. And you watch this video, and at the end of the video, they said, we need to reset everything so that we can create the world we want. And when I read that, even just reciting it now just gives me the creeps because it's like, who are we? 
Who's the people that's deciding that we're the we of the type of world that we want? I mean, the world was in a pretty decent place and it was getting better. You know, poverty was was going away, you know, on lots of different levels. There's food for everybody if they qu- stop co- uh, genetically modifying it. Uh, we have plenty of fresh air and fresh water if they'd stop spraying, filling our airs with aluminum and spraying whatever the other chemicals they're doing. They are the ones at the World Economic Forum. And when you watch that video, they said... Um, We've we've been working on this for 50 years, five zero. Well, do the math. Where does that start? 50 years from now is in the 1960s. The Luciferians started taking hold, taking control of the hen house, and we let them. And we would raise, raise our children up in the way that we wanted them to go, in the word of God, taking them to church. And then we'd send them off to these disinformation, like warping their brain things called college. And they'd come home on Christmas break, and I can't tell you, countless parents have said to me, what happened to them in like three months? They're completely leftist. They're completely all about, you know, social justice. They're completely all about whatever all of this, um, the rest of this nonsense that these leftists are trying to promote here in this country. What happened to them? Well, if I'd have been, if that would have been me as a parent, I'd have said, you're not going back there. Um, Unless you figure out a way to pay for it yourself, not another dollar of mine is going into into allowing you to go to a re-education camp like that. I mean, so we allowed it. I mean, we allowed it. We just got an an article yesterday that I just read that said that um, America's largest teachers union votes to help members fight anti um, fight anti people who are fighting against critical race theory. They just decided they were putting uh, at least $127,000 into the pro critical race theory agenda for all kids starting in kindergarten, telling kids that white people are bl- are bad and the only people that are good are transgender, homosexual, people of color. And so those are the only people that are good. There, it's all about the transgender movement. Who in their right mind would allow a three-year-old to decide which gender they want to be? And they were no longer calling them babies. We're calling them babies, T-H-E-Y, babies. And we're not having them be born with a God-given, genetically-based gender. I mean, the Luciferians are on the roll. And when I first saw this back in March of 2020, I just said, well, this is Satan's last hurrah. This is, roll up your sleeves, Sherry. It's going to get really rough around here. You know what? It's funny, Sherry, that you say that because we talk about this all the time. The Satanists, another name for them, are the Kabbalists, the ones who run around with the red strings around their wrists. Uh, yeah. They believe that God is an hermaphrodite. They believe he's a snake in a tree. They call him Einsof. He actually has his own Wikipedia page. And they basically worship this snake in a tree. I and mean, it's hard to believe. I know, guys, it sounds crazy, but, you know, we talk about it on this show all the time. And they believe that the hermaphroditic agenda is one of the most important agendas because it makes us more, quote, godlike. They want to get rid of all sexes, all males, all females. And this, since they control the International Monetary Fund, since they control the central banks throughout the world, since they control pretty much all media, they've decided that this is the agenda they're going to push. Uh, yesterday I was talking on the show, Sherry, and we talked about a friend of mine who went down to who went to San Francisco for a friend's birthday party who he'd gone to college with, and he got stuck in an Uber driver traffic jam with a gay parade. And he got out of the car because they couldn't get across the parade. It was so long. 
and there were multiple, just literally hundreds of naked men walking down the street with naked little boys following them, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years old, all in a theta brainwave state, still thinking that what they're doing was right. And this is what we're having happen right now because of the hermaphroditic Kabbalist agenda that Hollywood has promoted, that the media has promoted, that exactly like you said, Sherry, the universities have promoted because of the teachings of the Frankfurt School with cultural Marxism that has come into the country. So that's why when I heard you talk about Christ and I heard you talk about how important it was to maintain a relationship with God and with the great I am and with Jesus, I thought I've got to get Dr. Tenpenny on the show because she and I are on the same page because this is a spiritual battle. This is a spiritual fight. And if we don't stand against this, these guys are going to be victorious. But the Bible says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Now, personally, I believe this is a kill shot. I believe this is a bioengineered weapon to destroy fertility, to reduce the population of the planet. Can you tell our listeners how it affects, how it affects the ovaries, how it affects the testicles, and if it will stop a child from going into puberty at a very young age because they won't get secondary sexual, sexual characteristics because it's going to affect estrogen and progesterone and testosterone production from the testes and from the ovaries with the massive accumulation of this spike protein in these different types of organs. Dr. Tempenny, can you go ahead and address that? I mean, you just did. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You just did. But here's the thing is like, who's going to follow it? Who's going to know? Who really cares? I mean, these parents, I mean, I do a, it's called happy hour with Dr. T. I still have one living Instagram account left. You know, I had uh, one account that had 137,000 followers, another one with 90,000 followers on Instagram. I had 100,000 followers on Twitter. I had 400,000 followers on Facebook all gone because they say I violated their terms of service by telling them the truth about this part. And so we have one Instagram page left, thankfully. It's called Happy Hour with Dr. T. And twice a week on Tuesday night and Thursday night, I do a Bible study. It's an online Bible study, actually. On Tuesday night, I have a guest. And on Thursday night, I lead the Bible study myself. And this week, uh, this on July the 1st, um, I did a, a Bible study. And the, the title of it was called Parents You've Been Warned. And it's uh, I will be posting it up on um, Podbean uh, uh, later today because it takes a couple days to process it. And it's based out of Deuteronomy 27, verse 25. And this comes from a, a section in Deuteronomy where Moses was giving the people commandments when they were ready to cross the Jordan River and go into the promised land. Um, it's the it's called this this section is called the covenant of curses. And this Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 25 is this. Cursed is one who accepts a bribe to kill an innocent person. So I, and that just struck me because of all of these parents who are enrolling their children into these clinical trials for these shots. I mean, we're injecting pregnant women, we're injecting infants, toddlers, and now they actually have the approval to go and inject 12 to 15-year-old kids. So I looked up, I looked this up, What? Um, on how much do parents get paid for that? And so I found this article, it's called Ethical and Practical Considerations of Paying Research Participants. And what they found was that more than 90% of those surveyed had financial compensation as their main motivation for participation. So parents, you're cursed for accepting money to enroll your children in your, in your innocent persons into an experimental study 
that has that is going to permanently and irreversibly change their God-given genetics. So when they give this to a 12-year-old little girl, if she's already started her periods, is anybody going to look to see if she stops? If she hasn't started her period yet, is anybody going to look to see if she ever does? And what about little boys who have they've got not gone through puberty at age 12 because they puberty usually is 14 to 16 in boys is when they actually start going through the things that make them into men. This growth spurt, the body hair, the facial hair, the voice changes, the muscular build out, all of those things that make boys into men. Well, they start giving these shots to 12 to 15 year olds. Is anybody going to follow to see if they turn into men? And what about the, the over 1200 boys now that have, have been, that we know of? There may be more, but 1200 boys that have developed uh, myocarditis, which is inflammation of their heart muscle to over almost 300 were hospitalized. Over 1,200 were treated as an outpatient. Myocarditis is an inflammation of your heart muscle. You get one heart. Have we just like conveniently, if they recover from that? I mean, if you really look into the medical background of myocarditis, it can be, there are lots of different versions of it from mild to moderate to severe. The severe forms can lead to dilated cardiomyopathy, arrhythmias and death. And it doesn't have to happen acutely. It can recur in months to years later. Have we just conveniently to the boys that we haven't killed off and the CDC says, oh, well, you know, not for, we, we've given over two million of these shots so far and only a couple people died. So just keep giving it. Have we just conveniently shaved years to decades off the back end of their life and made them to be debilitated. We know about the number of people in the military that are developing this this myocarditis. And now we want to, I think in September, they're planning to, to inoculate, which means to inject with intent to do harm. 100% of every person in our, in our military, whether it's Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Green Berets, recruits, National Guard, um, the, um, um, uh, everybody. They want to do everybody. And so what is that going to do to cripple our, our defenses and the people that are here that are going to be made sick by all of those 20 mechanisms of injury that we reviewed a few minutes ago from what's happening to heart disease, heart attacks, what's happening to dementia, what's happening to accelerated ALS and, and um, breakdown of the brain, what's going to happen to acceleration of cancer. It's just beyond me why people are running to the front of the line to get these shots. I mean, it's like running to the front of the line to hop on the train to Auschwitz and elbowing your way to the front. It's beyond me. We are not, we have no idea what long-term complications are in children. I personally believe that we're trying to make a generation of eunuchs since they love transgender people. That's they right. don't want any of them to create. So if we've, we've made a, a generation of eunuchs, girls don't become women and men don't become boys. They're asexual across That's the right. board and we can't do anything with them except control them electronically by, inter, by hooking them to the internet of things, using the magnetism, using 5G, using whatever type of hypnotic trance that they want to put on them. It's just, it's just, it's hard to be me some days. It's hard to be me some days. Well, you know, Dr. Tenpenny, you know, it's interesting because back in Genesis chapter 6, it says that the thoughts of all men were evil all the time. And that's what they're trying to do. They're pushing us into a transgender world in which there are no men, there are no women. 
you know, cultural Marxism is taking care of that. Men have taken the back seat to, I should say, all of these witches that have taken over the planet. Apparently, it seems like we've got hundreds of thousands, not millions of witches here all over the world again. And all of these things are happening via cultural Marxism to destroy the patriarchy and to destroy the, you know, the alpha females also. The alpha females are going away. The alpha males are going away. They don't want any leadership from men or from women any longer. They just want everybody, like you said, to be a eunuch, to be basically castrated. And, you know, folks need to realize, you know, when you take a woman's ovaries and you destroy their function and they no longer can produce the hormones they need to produce, you basically have castrated that female because the secondary sexual characteristics occur from the ovaries and the testicles. And when you do the same thing to the guys, you create a whole group of, how should I say, kitty cat men and women who can't have children. And it's all about this entire how should I say they're, they're obsessed with massively cutting back the population down to 500 million people, according to the Georgia Guidestones. And that's what they're trying to do. And they're trying to do it very, very efficiently, I can say, because Gardasil didn't work well enough, I don't guess. AIDS didn't work well enough. And now they're trying to do it with this kill shot, which, by the way, the COVID <laughs> disease that we had, this, this, this virus that was introduced into the population mutated very quickly. It was easy to overcome with the right types of nutrients, but this kill shot is not going to be that easy to overcome. But, you know, we basically, you know, are, like you said, getting on the last train to Auschwitz. You know, we're elbowing our way to the front of the line and saying, we want to go, we want to go, we want to go, and it's not okay. I mean, the people in America need to realize that it's not going to be okay if all of our troops get this kill shot. In fact, many troops are now saying they will resign their commissions, they will resign from the military, and they will refuse and take a dishonorable discharge rather than getting this shot. But that's exactly what they want to do. They want to weaken the United States as a, quote, dominant power in the world, and by putting transgenders into the military – by putting these kill shots into the military, by giving these soldiers myocarditis and other types of inflammatory heart conditions that no longer be able to fight whatsoever, it's turned into a giant, let's see how quickly we can destroy and dismantle the United States of America. Now, Dr. Edward, G. Edward Griffith wrote an article. He said, is the Delta variant a hoax or is it a cover for COVID vaccine-related deaths? I'm going to read this to you and get your comment on it. Medical authorities and the media are hyping the new Delta variant of COVID-19, and the World Health Organization is urging people to return to wearing masks, which don't work, and social distancing, which doesn't work, even if they are fully vaccinated. In Israel, about half the people who were diagnosed with Delta variant were fully vaccinated. A recent British study showed that 59% of the people who were diagnosed with the Delta variant and died had received at least one dose of COVID-19 vaccine. Critics believe that the Delta variant is a cover for vaccine-related deaths. Dr. Andrew Kaufman, MD, explained basically that when medical authorities failed to reproduce their experiments that identify the COVID-19 virus known as SARS-CoV-2, they claim it is a variant or a mutant which cannot be proven to exist. So Edward Griffin is saying that this Delta variant is a cover for vaccine-related deaths, which is what I said they were going to do from the very beginning. As more and more people die from the vaccine, they're going to say it's because of the people who have not been vaccinated and we have different variants. Can you please address that, Dr. Tempe? I, th I think that that's, that's, that's mostly true, but I think there's more to it than that. <clears throat> I think it's, yes, they want to be able to blame the unvaccinated for all these mutants, when the, the truth of the matter is it's those who have been given the shot that the mutants under pressure are changing, if there is a mutant at all. Because we know that the testing is fraudulent. 
We know that the PCR test was never intended for clinical medicine. We know that they they can move around the CT value and, and change whether or not it's a real test or a, or a fraudulent test whenever they feel like it. So I think that that's I think that that's mostly true. That it's just a, a it's a propaganda tool to get more people afraid. But here's what I think is the bigger issue: is that people have become addicted to fear. It's the same. It's the same thing as if they've been addicted to cocaine or heroin. It's. Um, I think every single person, every single human being, at some point in time, is at one at least once in their lifetime has been to a really scary movie. They've been a re- or to a scary haunted house, a really scary movie, and that whole adrenaline rush and how that changes the the chemistries in your brain. You know that feeling of that rush. Well, the powers that be know that that really works, and it really is a true addiction. And they spent, uh, you know, the first, what, year of this? Uh, uh, be afraid. Be very, yep. very afraid. And they got everybody, and early on in this, like from, say, February of 2020 up through at least maybe June of 2020, the fear factor and the hype, the over and over and over, the fear. I mean, in the first six weeks of this, of this, I wrote an article about it in March of 2020, that in the first six weeks of this, quote, pandemic, they had put out over 2.1 billion fear-based messages across the airwaves. And to put that in context, the year before in 2019, when they tried to get everyone to be deathly afraid of Ebola, they had 60 million messages for the entire year. This was 2.1 billion fear-based messages in the first six months. And we had broadcasts and we had breaking news and we had all this stuff. And people were just all hyped up with fear. And they're never going to let it go. And so now they're an addict. They have to, they're seeking out reasons to be afraid. And the, the mainstream media is just feeding it to them. Oh, it's the Delta variant. Oh, my God, it's going to kill all of us. It's going to kill our children. Oh, no, no, no. It's a Delta plus variant. Now what? That's exactly what's happening. They're going to pull, you know, they're, they're going to get people all hyped up. And so they're, you know, just give me another shot. And they're going to go, we're going to shut it all down again because you unvaccinated people, all you people that didn't get a shot. We're going to shut it all down again. And people are going to go, I, I can't I can't go through this again. Just can't do it. Give me a shot. Doesn't matter. And this next shot is going to be the real kill shot. I'm going to read you just like a little paragraph. This comes out of Klaus Schwab's book. It's pretty short, but it sums up everything we've just been talking about. At least 4 billion useless eaters, a Kissinger term, right? At least 4 billion useless eaters shall be eliminated by the year 2050. I think they've accelerated that timeline. By, by, by means of limited wars, organized epidemics of fatal, rapid-acting diseases and starvation. Energy, food, and water shall be kept at subsistence levels for the non-elite starting with the white population of Western Europe and North America and spreading to other races. The population of Canada, Western Europe, and the United States will be decimated more rapidly than on other continents until the world's population reaches a manageable level of 1 billion, of which 500 million will consist of Chinese and Japanese races selected because they are people who have been regimented for centuries and who are accustomed to obeying authority without question. You know, the, 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 the whole thing, I've read that quote, and it's absolutely horrifying. 
And, and you're right. We have been subjected to fear-based, trauma-based mind control for the past year and a half with the billions of messages that have been sent across about COVID or Delta variants. And this ludicrous Dr. Fauci, who I have no idea why he's still working for the United States of America, why Trump didn't fire him, why Biden hadn't fired him. And let me tell you, let me share a little story with you. My mom was in World War II Germany. She was a German citizen. She was born in 1916 in Germany during basically World War I. And she survived the entire rise and fall of the Third Reich. And all Goebbels did, the propaganda minister in Germany, is subject the German people to fear-based mind control. If the Russians come in, they're going to do this. If the Americans come in, they're going to do this. They're going to kill your family. They're going to kill your children. It was fear, 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 which pushed the German people to literally fight to the last child you know, with the Hitler youth. And so she was basically subjected to this for so long during the war that she spent her entire life, as you said, addicted to fear. She was always scared. She was always afraid. And she spent her whole life like that all the way up until she was 90-something years old when she passed on to be with the Lord, basically afraid under trauma-based mind control, basically suffering from post-traumatic stress syndrome from what had happened to her in the war. And this is what I see happening in the United States. I see all of these people, exactly what you said. It's the fear, the fear, the fear. They know that this thing is not a real vaccine. They know it's a kill shot. They know it wasn't tested properly. They know that they're being used in a giant experiment, the vast majority of them who still take the shot. But yet because of fear, because they're afraid of what may happen to them, they allow themselves to be injected with this absolute sludge they're putting into them. So you're absolutely right. And Klaus Schwab is just an absolute – he's just a swine as far as I'm concerned. He's horrible what he does and how he acts. And he is tying it all together with the cutouts that are being used by the Rothschild banking cartel, which are the ones who paid for the Russian revolution, who are the ones who paid for the Chinese revolution, who are the ones who basically pushed cultural Marxism through the Frankfurt School into the United States. Klaus Schwab is one of those guys, and it's like you said. They want, you know, a billion people maximum on the planet, of which 500 million will be Chinese because they found the Chinese were more suitable, suitable to than the Russians were because of the Orthodox Russian church to basically listen to and destroy their own culture willingly. So they want mindless, basically slaves, which they can tell what to do and to work and to run the machineries. It's like George Carlin said a few years ago, you know, there's a big club and you're not in it. And he hmm. was right. And that's exactly what he did. He's 100 percent right. We, the people of the United States of America, have been a problem for the globals for a long time because of our pesky constitution. And now they're beginning to realize that they can control us through fear-based mind control, and that's exactly what they're doing. I know with me and my son Austin, we had a show. that we, Our show was being broadcast on YouTube, and we became so controversial. Three and a half years ago, they pulled our show down. We were one of the first people they pulled down. We've had to take down our Facebook page. I mean, all of these things are happening to everybody in alt media who are basically telling the truth. And so your Instagram account is, is, is happy hour with Dr. T, and that's your Instagram account. So Sharon St. Brower has a huge Instagram account too. So I want everybody to go ahead and sign up to Instagram with Dr. Tenpenny also, along with, if you can, go to this conference or at least attend this conference, you know, through the internet you know, on Saturday and learn more and more and more about what's going on with this COVID kill shot. But again, Dr. Tenpenny said this, and I agree with her. This is a spiritual battle. This is not against flesh and blood. These principalities and these things in the hierarchies, this satanic agenda that she so expressed at the beginning, she's absolutely right, is all about destroying God's creation and subjecting all of us back into a slave state like they did in Genesis chapter 6. So as a Christian, how important is prayer, Dr. Tenpenny? How important is reading the Bible? How important is it to stay hooked up with God? And how important is it to continually bring Jesus into your lives? How important is all that? 
there's nothing else that's important. Nothing else matters. That's right. That's nothing right. else matters. In fact, you know, when I started doing all of these broadcasts back in February of 2020, I said, you know, at the close of all, almost every one of my broadcasts, I said, you know, when this is when all the shutdowns were happening and the business were closing, kids were out of school and everybody was shut into their house. I said, you know, right now there's a couple things you need to be doing. Number one, get your physical house in order. I mean, throw out all the, all the, the your skinny clothes you're never going to wear again. I mean, get rid of all the junk in your house you don't need. Clean out your cupboards, paint the walls, fix the leaky faucets. I mean, get your literal physical house in order. The second thing is get your body and mind in order. I mean, everybody's got a stack of books sitting around that they always wish they could get around to reading. We'll read them. Maybe now's the time to do a, a, a thorough genealogy project that you never had the time to do, to leave something to your grandchildren and heritage. Um, read the Bible. You know, read, read your books. Do play some music. You know, do some exercise. Try to eat better. Try to get some, get some better sleep. I mean, you've, you've got time off now. You know, take care of your body that you never have time to do. And the third thing and the absolute most important thing is get your right, your life right with God through Christ Jesus. Because it doesn't, because that is the only thing that matters. So if the world continues to go into the gutter like it looks like it might, that's a great recipe, right? You've got your, your, your soul taken care of through Christ Jesus, through prayer. You've got your physical body in better shape. And you've got your house debulked of all the junk you don't need. Now, if the world turns around and gets better, it's still a great recipe. It's the best thing you can possibly do. And, and I think that, so that, that sort of answers that. But there's another thing that I think is really important about the fear. Just to circle back that a little bit. I mean, Depending on which version of the Bible you read, there are 366 verses that say, in one way or another, fear not. And so if God repeats himself that often through his word, it probably is pretty important. <laughs> you know, and you know, and I, I did one of my happy hours. I did this on the, the title of the happy hour was confess your sin of fear to the Lord. You need to confess it. You allowed the demon of fear to get inside of your brain, your spirit, your heart, your soul, and took you to bow your knee to the pharmacia, the sorcerers, to be injected with something for convenience, to keep your job, or so I won't die. Well, all those people early on that were really talking about fear, when I would ask them, what are you afraid of? Well, I just don't want to die. Well, then my second question is, what's your relationship with Jesus? And particularly all of you people who claim to be Christians and all of you pastors that allowed the allowed your churches to be closed. And when you opened them up, well, people could come back as long as they wore a mask and they and you put little marks on the chairs so that they wouldn't sit close to each other. What in the world were those people thinking? You know, you're right. I mean, you're right. The pastors in the pulpit have been completely complicit in all of this. And I've said that because, you know, we have the clergy response team that people aren't even aware about that works through FEMA. And we literally have thousands of pastors that have signed up to push the government edicts throughout the entire United States in the event of a national emergency. And the sad part about this is when we stopped preaching Jesus in the churches, we started preaching basically redemption to the blood. That's right. The pro- no, no, you, no, you, no you, you can't even – you and I are exactly on the same page. I have hammered that and hammered that so many times because these prosperity message pastors – all they want to do is preach of the love of God, and it's very important. The love of God is super important, but there's also – we have to understand that we've got an omnipresent, omniscient, 
basically omnipotent God that has emotions. We can see that in the Old Testament. And it's best to walk circumspectly when you deal with God and you don't obey his commands and you need to ask for forgiveness because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And people need to understand that. And when these prosperity message people get on the platform and all they do is say, give me money and you'll be blessed, they stop preaching repentance. They stop preaching everything the Bible talks about in the New Testament as how we're supposed to live as Christians because they want to build as many people in their church or online givers as they possibly can so nobody gets offended. Well, I have to tell you guys this. The Bible is very clear. There's certain things that God simply won't tolerate that he doesn't like. And we have to understand that when we walk in those ways and do the things that he doesn't like, like sacrificing to Baal and to Moloch and to Asherah and killing your children and all the crazy stuff they did back in the Old Testament, it really gets God very, very upset. And these people come under divine judgment. And for the United States to think that we can do all of the things that happened in the Old Testament and live that way and not get God upset, we're basically fantasizing of what reality really is. And that's what these pulpit pastors have done. Uh, Dr. Tenpenny, who have preached nothing but prosperity all of the time and never talk about repentance with Christ. And that's, that's why it's so important, guys. And Dr. Tenpenny is 100% right. Get your house in order. Get your house in order. You know, do what you need to do to basically understand who you are in Christ. Because it's like Zig Ziglar said. He's a good friend of mine. He's, he's passed on. He's with the Lord now. And he told me one time, he says, Ted, here's how it works. He goes, even if everything I believe is not true about Christianity, and I die, I've lived a good life, and I've been good to my fellow man, and then I'm just gone. But in the event that everything I believe about Christ is real, and I die, and I go to be with heaven with God, it makes sense to understand that that's the best way of doing it, because basically you mitigate your risk. And he's right. Big Zig Ziglar was right. Because if everything that God says in the Bible is true, which I believe it is, and if you die and you end up going to hell... You get into a situation where you can't get out. Why would you take that type of risk? I guess it kind of goes back with that same mindset, though, doesn't it, Dr. Penny? When people have not been taught what the Bible says, they have been not taught to not fear, and they have to run and get a COVID shot every time a new variant comes out, and they continually change their own DNA. We have to understand that without Jesus in our lives, all we're going to do is allow COVID mind-based brain trauma control to ruin our lives. You've got to have a relationship with the great I am through Christ. And we talk about that all the time on the show. And that's why when I heard you do a seminar and I heard you speak one time, Dr. Tenpenny, and you talked about pharmakia. <laughs> She's quoting from the book of Revelation. I've got to get this lady on the show because we are on the same page. So we're, we're running out of time. I can't believe this hour has gone by this quickly. Go ahead and take about five or six minutes and close and tell everybody what you want to tell them. Tell them about your seminar or webinar again. Tell them about how they can get in touch with you, how they can contact you. And, uh, and then we'll close the rest of the show. Go ahead. Well, I want to circle back to this thing with fear in the Bible because I think that you know, people people want the hopium. They're like, what can we do? We need some hope. It's so dark. Well, welcome to my world of the last 21 years of trying to wake all you people up to what was coming. All the problems with all of those you know, children get 72 doses of 16 different vaccines by the time they're 18 years of age. I mean, that's all going on in the background. Kids that are still going to the pediatrician. They're still getting injected with all of this junk while we've been totally focused on covid and, and getting now we're talking about giving kids covid shots. But I want to go back to the thing about fear because it's so important. I mean, I pulled out a couple of Bible verses that I think are really, really important. Like Isaiah 41:10, fear not, 
for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Fear not. It gets, that isn't, that isn't a request. It's a command. It's a command. That, and then Joshua 1 9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. And the most important two, I think, that I found, I mean, there's tons of them. We could, we could spend an entire show just talking about Bible verses about, uh, about fearing not. But Psalm 56 3, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. And Psalm 118 verse 6, the Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And so these are like the, the most important things. I mean, if you want hopium, if you want to be not fearful, if you want to like, give me something good news, Dr. Tenpenny, it's called the Bible. Go find, it's all there. All the good news you could ever want for the entire rest of your life is in your Bible. It's not coming from me. It's not coming from, from Ted. It's not coming from, you know, anybody else that you listen to on podcasts. It's coming from the Word of God. And so that's the most, to me, like the most important thing that people, people want hope. That's what they can do. The Bible also says my people perish for lack of knowledge. And so the webinar that I'm doing on this Saturday, it's July the 10th, is to give you powerful knowledge for why you have to stay strong and resisting these shots. You need to know how these shots can make you sick. You know of your friends and family and children and grandchildren and your parents that have gone out of their fear and been injected, you need to know some of the symptoms of things to start looking for. We will talk about things, some things about like some vitamins and some nutrients and some different things that are just, in my opinion, things that you can do to build up your immune system and hopefully detox your body a little bit, but you're not going to detox your genetics. I mean, if you've been injected with a genetic modification technology, 50 billion particles per shot, you know, it was one thing to be able to say of these past of, of the childhood vaccines, what can we do to detox mercury or aluminum or some of these other chemicals? But once these things are injected, in, injected into your genes through a, a process called a, tr a transfection and another process that's called insertional mutagenesis, I don't know anything that's going to do that except the mighty hand of God himself. People say, well, God can do anything. God can heal everything. Yeah, but you turned your back on him. You turned your back and got a shot. So I guess it's up to God's mercy, God's grace, how, and for you, how strongly you repent and how much you really regret what you have done to defile your temple of how much of where, where you're going to stand with God going forward. You know, I had one person tell me Jesus came to die for humans. I'm not sure that he, what, how he feels about dying for transhumans which I thought was kind of an interesting comment. Well, no, it is. No, that, that's exactly right. I had a dear friend of mine that I had gone to college with, and she basically very well-educated, master's degree, and she went ahead and got both shots. And, and she listens to our show, and she's been a good friend for 50 years. And I told her, I said, why did you do that? She goes, well, just pray for me that it won't be bad. And I said, I can't pray that way. You've got to write a prayer for me that I can pray. I can't, I don't even know how to formulate a prayer like that, that you intentionally did something that you knew was going to harm you. And now you're asking God to basically not allow it to damage you anymore. I said, it doesn't make any sense. So I guess we can need to leave it there. I mean, that's all, that's all we can do is we have to realize that we have to have hope in Christ. We have to read our Bible. We have to have a relationship with the great I am. My goodness, you're in a blood covenant with the creator of the universe through Jesus. It doesn't get any better than that. 
and that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And this is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. That's all we can do. We have to stand firm in the word. And like Dr. Tenpenny said, we have to fear not because fear is the great killer of the mind, of the spirit, of everything because it paralyzes you. And you don't want to do that. Dr. Tenpenny, I want to thank you so much for coming on the Ted and Austin Brewer Show. You have been absolutely wonderful. You've probably been the best guest we've ever had. And Aww. I thank you so much. Well, I, I, we very rarely take guests. We only do very rarely. And when we do, you know, we're very selective. But you've been fantastic, absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for having come on our show today. I want to thank you so much for being with us. And Austin, I'll go ahead and finish up the show. And we'll be back in touch with you. God bless you. Thank you so much. You know, Austin, I tell you what, but Dr. Tenpenny is absolutely amazing. We are so blessed to have a person who is a spiritual leader, you know, in the alt medical movement coming on our show and telling our listeners the exact same thing that we've been telling our listeners for the past seven, six, seven years. And what do you think, Austin? What do you think? What do you, how do you see the summary of the show? What do you think? How do you, how do you feel about this? That was an incredible show. And I mean, it, really just confirms a lot of stuff we've continued to tell everybody because you know we i've had discussions with people before and they go oh well you know you're not a virologist you know you're not you're not researching this stuff so dude i can research it i can read data i can see exactly what it's saying but you know i may not have that credential that's researched this you know in basically scientific laboratory settings so when we have somebody that's extremely educated and is extremely involved and has been doing this very topic for decades it just confirms and it should confirm to everybody that this is very real. This is what's happening right now. And we have two choices. We really have a crossroad right now as an American populace. We can stick our head in the sand and say, you know what? I'm not going to believe the facts. I'm going to live in denial. I want to have the normalcy bias and I want to feel better about everything by ignoring it, which is honestly a horrible, horrible mindset to be in because nothing really positive ever happens after that. Or we can say, okay, listen, we've been played. We've been lied to. This whole thing is turned into a complete and total sham, and we have to do everything we can to expose it and resist it, not just complying with it to go along to get along is kind of what she was saying, and you've talked about as well, is a lot of people have just kind of come in and said, okay, well, I'm just going to get the shot because I don't want to deal with any issues. I don't want to have any conflict. And you know what? That's one of the worst just mindsets to have. I'm just going to go along with it because I don't want to have conflict. Guys, there's going to be conflict, and it's going to be worse. And at some point in time, you're going to have to make a decision what's more important. You know, your walk with Christ, your your following of what you're trying to build, what your convictions are, and maintaining those and holding your ground, or just feeling okay because you don't want to have any conflict and you want to be safe. The world is full of conflict. It's always going to have conflict, and, and this topic is not going to stop. So you can either address it head on and say, okay, this is what we're doing, or you can ignore it, and that's where we're at right now, Dad. So I'm, I was really glad she came on the show. She really hit some stuff on the head really well, as best, best she could in 50 minutes. This topic, especially with her background and her education and this she could have gone on for, you know, hours and hours like she talked about before. So I encourage everybody, you know, to check her out, follow her on Instagram. That's where we send a lot of stuff from ST Brower out on that. And we also are in contact with her very often. So be sure to follow that. And I just encourage everybody, as she said as well, get your body in order. You can't stand your ground. You can't hold on to your convictions if you can't even stand up. And I mean that literally. 
if you're so sick and you're constantly in bed and you're constantly sick all the time and you're constantly pumping all kinds of toxic foods in your body and you don't know why you feel so horrible, maybe it's time to change the direction that you're going. I've had numerous people come up to me and I tell them, I said, listen, they go, well, I, I don't have any energy and I don't feel good. I said, there's, there, there's a few basic things you have to do, just a few basic ones to start off. Now, you can get more advanced. I said, first off, start on the ultimate multiple. The powder, preferably, if the capsules, basically, if you want to go with those, they're both the exact same product. Fantastic formula. I said, that right there will get you on the right track. And I said, then secondly, you got to cut out the toxic foods, the fast foods, the Taco Bell, the McDonald's, the high fructose corn syrup. You got to start reading labels and understanding what you're putting in your body. That is crucial because I've seen so many people in the past that get into working out, get into basically trying to live healthier, and they still eat garbage food all the time. And, guys, it's it doesn't work. You can't put garbage food into a high-performance machine and expect it to run good. I've used the analogy before. It would be like if you saved up all your money and you went and bought a brand-new Ferrari, brand-new, nicest one on the market, highest sticker price, specced out perfect. And then you turn around and go, listen, I – I'm not trying to put good gas in it. You know, I'm putting like 87 octane. Quite frankly, if they got the cheap stuff around back that's old, I'll put like 83, 84 octane in it because I just don't want to spend the money on it. It's just, it's just easier to buy cheap fuel. You know how long that motor's going to run and how well it's going to run? It's not. It's going to run like garbage. It's probably going to detune itself if it'll even run. That's what you do to your body. So it's best to put the highest quality supplements, highest quality nutrients, and highest quality food you can as often as you can. So I appreciate the support of Health Masters. Be sure to check out the website if you need anything, healthmasters.com. In fact, actually, I'll put the ultimate multiple capsules on sale today just to kind of give everybody an initiative. I'm going to put them on the front page right now, the Ultimate Multiple Capsules. We just had a sale on the powder, but I'll do the capsules right now. We'll have that up here in the next couple hours. So be sure to check that out on the website at healthmasters.com. And thank you again, my friends, for the support of Health Masters. The emails, the feedback, forwarding our show, signing up for the newsletter. Thank you so much because it is important right now that we continue to get the truth out there and we support local businesses and online businesses that are doing the same thing. Thank you so much for that. Hope you guys enjoyed the show today. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.
Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs> 